Hello and welcome to Generation Why Am I Like This? I'm Alec. <laughs> I Go. forgot what order I went. I'm Casey. <laughs> and I'm Liz. I'm particular shit. And this is this is the podcast where we take a look back to some of our favorite pop culture moments of our childhoods. And I, I mean, if you couldn't guess from our perfect um, impressions just now, Spot like flawless, on, honestly, truly. give us a Tony, a, uh, an Oscar, a Golden Globe, a Daytime <laughs> Emmy. Um, we're doing, y'all, we're doing Homestar Runner this week. Homestar Guys. Runner. How did it take us? <laughs> how did it take us three seasons to do Homestar Runner? Well, because Flash is dead. <laughs> But the website's still alive, and we'll talk about that soon. <laughs> yes. I don't... This is iconic. This is, like, early internet iconography. She was the moment. She... Marzipan? <laughs> yeah, Marzipan, the only female character. Only female main character, I should say. Yeah. That so. we know of. That's Times fair. are changing. <laughs> Who knows Times what the is hot. <laughs> Times is hot. <laughs> Um, oh my god <laughs> yeah off the rails already great um yeah we're talking about homestar runner uh a fun little website uh is this like our first internet i guess we've done like web series i guess like i kissed a vampire or whatever that thing was yeah. was like a youtube series well and then we YouTube talked about sensation. the internet a lot when we did the buffy episode because i talked about buffy yeah words, but but this is like yes. our first topic that's actually like a website which is yeah yeah, I think we have not done like Ebaum's like, world or something. No, this no. is like internet culture. This is like yeah. actually like yeah. internet community property. Property. Um, yes. Property. Early internet culture. I already said this. <laughs> <laughs> property. This is property. Early internet culture. Did someone say that? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm, I am joking. <laughs> Casey, Casey just said, said it like three times. Uh, <laughs> it's fashion. Okay. Um. Uh, it's fashion. But is it fashion? But but is it fashion? Yeah. So but is it early internet culture? It's early internet culture. Okay, I wish sorry, I could burp on command because I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> but is it fashion? Um, yeah. So like, here's a kind of a quick and dirty like rundown and we, we'll talk a little bit more about our experience with Homestar Runner um, so it is a website it is a flash animation website featuring cartoons short videos games stuff like that um, it the character of Homestar Runner was actually um, created as like a parody children's book uh, in 1996 by two gentlemen by the names of Mike Chapman and Craig Zobel um, and they were actually inspired to do this because they were working part-time jobs at the 1996 Atlanta Summer Olympics. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they were like, oh, let's make the most ridiculous version of these athletes. And Homestar Runner is, if you can't tell from his name, he's like, he runs. He's like an athlete. He doesn't have arms, um, but he <laughs> runs a lot. He's supposed to be like, I don't know, an athlete. And Way I to guess throw I that in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, spoiler alert uh he all the other characters are a lot of them are very like athletic like strong bad is like a wrestler and strong mad is like strong bad is like a lucha libre wrestler and strong mad is like a wrestler like i don't know 
And Strong Sad has elephant toes. Yeah. But, <laughs> and there's like a coach and stuff. Like they're, they're like sort of ath- all athletically inclined a little bit. Um, anyway, it just kind of like spun from there. And they launched the website, homestarrunner.com. Uh, on January 1st of the year 2000. So it is now 23 years old, which is really... How old I am. Yeah, ouch. Um, <laughs> fuck my drag, am I right? Um, so the yeah, website was actually um, run by Mike Chapman and his brother, Matt Chapman, uh, a.k.a. the Brothers Chaps, which is what they signed a lot of their cartoons as mm. uh, when they made oh. them. Um, and it really was like the most or at least one of the most popular flash animation websites of like the early 2000s like i feel i guess my bubble was like pretty small back then when i was like in middle school but like everyone knew like homestar runner like it was very much like word of mouth like you'd be like have you seen this stupid cartoon um like my brother introduced me to homestar runner i remember him being like look at this stupid thing and it was something we would constantly be like you know every few months oh have you seen the new cartoon have you seen the new strong bad email um and that would be just like part of our meme culture if you will like we would just like quote random things in the house like early internet community (laughs) rapport (laughs) exactly yeah um (laughs) yeah and the website is uh so flash player is dead r.i.p um it when did it they retired it they retired it in 2021 i think um is it that soon i thought it was like i thought it was a few years ago but maybe you could definitely be right is like since the pandemic like i think they retired it at the end of 2020 to 2021 um but there's like a flash emulator called ruffle which is what the website is hosted through now um so yeah you can still go to homestarrunner.com watch all of the old ones they still put out new uh uh, cartoons which is silly to me um they uploaded one in january of this year so like last month they put up a a cartoon and it you know it's still pretty funny it's the same characters the same voices it's fun um but yeah like the brothers chaps have gone on to like do other things they got like a disney animation um deal or they were like like a project contract for a while for a few years um and matt chapman specifically has gone on to work on things like yo gabba gabba um, and Gravity Falls <laughs> hey. and stuff like that, which hey. I think is really fun. Uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so he's doing a lot uh, more like animation and voice stuff. Um, and I'm not sure how involved Mike Chapman, who was like the one who helped create the original story, um, is still involved with all that stuff. But, you know, that was 23 years ago, more than that for for Mike. So um, That's awesome, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that's like the quick and dirty version of Homestar mm-hmm. Runner. Uh, I talked a little bit about my introduction to it. Do What are the two of you, how did you get into Homestar Runner? Or have you experienced much Homestar Runner before this week? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, no, it, I think it's like a very similar experience. Like um, me and all my brothers would watch it. I think my oldest stepbrother brian showed it to me first by doing the strong bad emails i actually for a long time didn't realize that it was a site about homestar runner because i would just go straight to strong bad emails yeah which not controversial opinion is the best part of the website it's just strong bad i'll say it lock that in um but yeah but i i think this is truly like our generation's thing i was talking to vince who's like three years younger than me and he's like i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) Um, but all my friends that are like slightly older by like three or four years 
100% know this. Like, the amount of times yeah. one of us will randomly just do, like, the techno song or go, the system <sighs> is down. Yes. And just, like, break out into a thing is more often than it should be for a group of 30-year-olds, but we're fun. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, that's great yeah liz what about you yeah i i will say i do not remember watching a lot of this when it was popular but i knew it was popular also is it just my like because i grew up in a catholic i i think this was really popular with church kids (laughs) um and i well because i specifically remember going to like church camp and like people being obsessed with this and like mm-hmm. loving it and i feel like p- probably part of that is because it's like really up- it's there's nothing really like inappropriate about these co- yeah. like yeah. these things so it's, it's very, like, like tame humor yeah it's very g humor so like yeah. nobody was like doing anything like oh this is scandalous so it's like people's parents were probably okay with it i don't know i just remember it being super popular while i was at church camp and everyone was talking about it and like was obsessed with home star runner and strong bad and like drawing the stuff on their books and stuff like <laughs> mm, i just feel yes. like that was such a thing like <laughs> um and then i've definitely watched a decent amount of it because of college and alec likes this and so <laughs> yeah i feel, I feel like, like one of our our stock quotes to each other is like i miss video i miss games. video games. i miss my mom I do think you make a really good point about it because I didn't actually think about it until now, but it sits in a really perfect place for like middle schoolers. And I think really much like I'm a good kid, middle schooler kind mm-hmm. of mentality, which I think a lot of Catholic kids were, where it it's a humor that feels like it's kind of like messy and like rebellious, but it's not in the slightest. Yeah. Like, everything is very PG for the jokes, but you're like, oh, Strong Bad, he's so mean. But, like, he doesn't go too far with it. He, It's still, yeah. like, yeah. you could repeat the insults and it not be too bad. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of that humor in there that even, like, Teen Girl Squad, I love. And I know we'll get to it in a bit. <laughs> but even yes. then, they're, like, mean to each other and catty and say things. But it's, like, even the insults aren't wild and horrible things yeah. to say because they're still like pg insults even if it's like mm-hmm. your hair's ugly it's like said in such a weird wacky way that you're like yeah your hair looks like spaghetti i guess that's supposed to be well, the insult but it, it's fine <laughs> like it is kind of a perfect example of um absurdism like it's just mm-hmm. nothing makes sense the world doesn't make sense these people aren't people like they're just these vaguely humanoid things and the like the laws of physics don't you know really matter to them and i mean it's a cartoon but like to take a page out of alana glazer's book like early 2000s random core like when she's talking about uh e-bombs world and stuff and and, uh yeah yeah mr mr hands um but (laughs) yeah it's not talking about the other stuff (laughs) it is yeah it is it's absurd it's stupid i feel like our generation when we were teenagers really we god we leaned into like being quote-unquote random like just like oh i'm just so random i'm so kooky i'm so different i'm i'm just Uh, like i'm sure every generation (laughs) deals with that but like we really loved the word random like oh we're just so random yeah i just say whatever's on my mind sometimes it's so kooky you know (laughs) peanut pineapple i don't know (laughs) p words are cool today and then you walk away um that's where i reveled (laughs) Yeah, and and yeah, Liz, it's interesting because I didn't hang around. 
I hung around certain pockets of like Christian kids in high school, but not necessarily, especially like not Catholic kids a lot. Um, and I do wonder like if this, this like maybe appealed to them just because of like the PG nature where it wasn't that um, lewd, mm-hmm. but also, also I think it was just really fucking popular when we were in middle school and high yeah. school. And I think it just like yeah. transcended like all social circles. Cause you know, like the kids could be like, oh, this is a really stupid random like insult, but mm. also I'm not going to get in trouble for saying it. Um, well, I will say to yeah. back up my Christian kid thing, I do know for a fact that we all have a mutual friend who does this voice. And by mutual friend, I mean, yeah, anyways. <laughs> person we know. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a very long time. <laughs> we know him from college. Um, he was on the show once. Okay, uh, I was like, I think that I know who we're talking about. And uh, He's a friend of the podcast. You can say Yeah, he's a friend of the podcast. Uh, no, let's talk out. shit about him know. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can say Blair. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my fucking husband. Um, no, I just, I think I had this conversation with him once, like, about how, because, like, he also grew up very, like, religious, and I think, like, this was, like, pretty popular. I feel like we had a conversation about this being popular at church camp. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I didn't experience that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think you brought up another point, which I do think is why it was very popular with, again, like, middle school, like, junior high kids so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of Alex said it too. The characters are so easy to draw, so like to yeah. recreate them and like make your own little comics or just be like, ah, mm-hmm. I love Strong Bad. I'm gonna draw this. It's like he he's literally a circle with a square body and like stick legs. Like yeah. the shapes are so simple to recreate. And like you said, Homestar Runner doesn't even have arms and he barely has feet. They're just like bulbs. Yeah, um, Mars like, Pan is a broom. Th- like the stupid thing is they pick <laughs> things up, but like they just float beside them like and but you yeah. know i don't know the storytelling is so good you know they're like holding something and like looking at it i'm like this is so stupid god it's so great even yeah. i think the cheat is like the most complex shape the in cheat. the whole thing the cheat and we did not get that light like... switch installed for you to throw light switch waves <laughs> i love the cheat was always my favorite i wanted oh, to be the cheat yeah well yeah and there were like characters like the cheat that were just like non-verbal they would just like mm-hmm. make sounds or you have a character like the Poop Smith, we'll get into it, um, that never talks at all, except for, I think, in one episode, you get, like, an inner monologue, but, like, the Maybe. Poop Smith never talks. I don't know. It's it's really funny. Um, no. The Poop yeah. Smith, honestly, whenever I, in college, when I wasn't in the improv show, and I was in the audience, and people would be like, give us an occupation, I'd always be like, Poop Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you probably thought you were that girl you were like mm, i'm so random yes you said it so random i was like that literally was my personality from like age 10 until like yeah uh, yep. till now till yesterday till now um i was like you know it's a personality add um. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was we were just like really embracing that part of our uh generation with this whole yeah time. Um, yeah. Have you ever like gone back and watched like the the very first cartoons, like the Flash cartoons from the year two thousand, on their website? Uh, I don't know. Which I've I've watched old ones. I don't know if they're the very first ones. Yeah, I mean, like if you go into like the tunes on the website and you scroll all the way down, like it shows you like what year they came out. But they are so. I mean, like most cartoons, um, and like most animation, they start in a very different place where they end up 
you know, five, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years later. Um, just like the style and everything changes, but like, it's almost like the current versions of the characters are more simplified. Like they're cleaner looking, but they're more simplified than like what oh, the yeah. original, for, like there was a lot more like wiggles on things. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then now they're just like very defined and clean looking. I feel like all cartoons kind of go through that, but a lot of times it's like from the pilot to the next episode is like drastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you Simpsons, need to simplify. Like, oh. like first season or three, maybe of the Simpsons and what they show now are not anything. Yeah. Similar. Like, that, <laughs> yeah. But like you think about the original um, Simpsons intro and people are like, Oh my gosh, it's such fluid animation. Why don't they do stuff like this anymore? I'm like, because it takes so much time and effort yeah. to make something look that good. Yeah. And that's why you simplify the shapes and you do all this other stuff so that mm-hmm. it's just easier to do as it goes and it's yeah. not sustainable. Well, even I forgot that Bob's Burgers hasn't always looked like what Bob's Burgers looks like now. Like I went back to watch, uh-huh. I think it was around Halloween. We were going back and rewatching old Halloween episodes or, or maybe it was Thanksgiving because the Thanksgiving episodes are iconic. And like the first few seasons, they look so different. Like they're just a yeah. little like more loosey goosier and stuff. Like it mm-hmm. just feels a little more hand drawn. Yeah, um, and I, can... know, I mean, yeah, I don't know what they are now. I'm assuming they're still hand drawn, but it's just interesting how oh. they evolve. I'd be surprised if they were hand drawn. I feel like everything's like slightly digital now. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe just I to speed it. If nothing else is digital, just because the coloring process is all so much faster. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I know so much about animation. I watched one person <laughs> talk about it one time. <laughs> <laughs> Was this a YouTube video? Nah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> um yeah speaking of the characters do should we go through some of the characters in the homestar universe Um, it's your episode do whatever you want damn wow okay (laughs) calm down uh yeah like i just have a big list feel free to talk or not talk as you will um so yeah like i mentioned homestar is the titular character he is described as a lovable but dense athlete he his thing is running he'll just like run and run but he's like just really stupid and he's usually saying something idiotic and getting into mischief and mayhem you know that sort of stuff yeah and he doesn't pronounce uh, r's he does w's instead which i feel like was a go-to voice in general for like more than just (laughs) homestar runner like that was the funny thing to do was to talk like this yeah homestar wanna yeah homestar wanna god so good um then like we were talking about you have the strong brothers you have strong bad who's kind of like a lucha libre he kind of has like this aggressive voice um and then strong bad had the pet that is the cheat who's like this little like bipedal like cheetah dog thing it's it's like weird if you took pikachu but then like (laughs) mash him with a dorito and then i think you get the yeah oh my god Why did I get a cat like that? I don't know. <laughs> um, You'd eat him. You love Doritos. <laughs> I do love Doritos. Um, and then Strong Mad is like... Also, Strong Mad is semi-verbal. Like, he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of grunts a lot. Um, and then Strong Sad is like the emo brother of them. And he's not athletic. And he literally has elephant legs for some reason. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, and he just yeah. has the saddest eyes. He's like, okay. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he's okay. Eeyore, but circles and elephant legs yeah. yeah and he like writes poetry and like paints and stuff it's very fun i um, love strong sad the only 
the only would. canonical as of now <laughs> female main character in this universe is marzipan who is homestar's on again off again girlfriend because usually he says something <laughs> stupid and she breaks up with him um and she's like shaped like a broom or something i don't know yeah. it's it's giving like babette from uh beauty mm-hmm. and the beast vibes yeah um yeah i guess it yeah. is just kind of a feather duster with a skirt on top and a ponytail yeah <laughs> yeah well the ponytail's the handle like the little <laughs> strap oh like the little thing the thing that it hangs on yeah yeah you yeah. know the wiimote strap <laughs> The remote um you have bubs who the more i see things with bubs i'm like that was a white guy doing that voice and all those voices are very like uh born out of appreciation of like black actors and stuff i don't know i'm torn on bubs um i don't remember bubs so you Bub- I don't oh, know sorry bubs is yeah. the owner of the concession stand who kind of like has like a gravelly voice and i don't know mm. he he comes and goes um you have coach yeah, z no do you remember coach z yes yeah one great because you made us watch a video star. on it but <laughs> yeah, yeah. great job yes um yeah he's, he makes me think of like hip-hop mom <laughs> yeah because that's hip-hop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Coach Z doesn't is also just like a generic athletic coach. Like he doesn't, he's not like a specialist in one sport or one way of doing things. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I always had a big affinity for Pom Pom, uh, who just was this thing that looked kind of like a big bubble, and he only spoke in like bubble sounds, and he just yes. kind of floated around. But like people would have like dialogue with him, but he would just mm-hmm. make bubble sounds. I I don't know. I liked him a lot though. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Was, what? <laughs> so many things came to my head where it's like it's like Veruca Salt with like her little hand sticking out. But then. Oh, you mean Violet Beauregard went, as the blueberry? Um, yeah, Violet. Sorry. Yeah. Veruca Salt. No, she got killed by some squirrels. Um. <laughs> but unless and, you're watching the original movie, in which case she falls down the geese. bad egg shoot. Yeah. Because she's a bad egg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just got that. Um. <laughs> <Nuh-uh>. <laughs> but coming up next the, week. <laughs> um, in the third Sailor Moon movie, <laughs> they fight these oh, little God, candy monster things that literally are like they're called bonbons, and they literally are like a bonbon candy, and then their arms are big like bonbons as well, and so are their feet, and they just kind of bounce around. And I was like, oh my gosh, pom pom and bonbon, they're the same. Pom pom and bonbon, yeah. <laughs> very similar um sorry <laughs> uh <laughs> sorry uh then you have the king of town who is the king of town and he's a doofus he's not the mayor he's the king um and one of his uh royal subjects is the poop smith who just shovels poop we don't know necessarily yes. why i don't think it's like I don't think it's a sewage issue. He just has a pile of poop that he shovels. It's his um, job. It's a duty. It's an honor. Yeah. A and duty. he's very stoic. He doesn't show yeah. duty. He doesn't show um, <laughs> any expression or talk or anything. Yeah, no. He's he's like um, the soldiers in front of the, um, you know, that British house. Yeah, yeah. Buckingham Palace. With the yeah, fuzzy hats. <laughs> the the um, beef eaters. Do you know that those are called like beef eaters? That's like kind of the colloquial term for them. And that's why oh. the gin is called beef eater gin. And there's a picture of one of those guards on it. Oh, I didn't know Everything that. you said just fell out of my head right now. Beef eater. Beef eater. Also, I 
there's some weird psychological thing and I can't drink beef eater gin because it makes me feel like I'm drinking like beef water or something and I don't like that um <laughs> and the last the last main character I want to touch on is Hamsar which is uh a character that was birthed out of a strong bad email where someone mistyped Homestar and so he's his own character that doesn't really say anything that makes sense he'll just say like I was uh, what was it I was raised by a cup of coffee is one of his quotes uh, <laughs> on a song from the 60s. Like, he just says, like, stuff oh like that. Um, I think he's one of my favorite, like, kind of side characters. Okay, but if you just, put that on really a... really random. <laughs> if you put I was raised by a cup of coffee on a t-shirt, you'd get, like, such a wide market of, like... They have a store. You know... I wonder if they have a home star. <laughs> Standby. I feel like that's, like, working dads middle-aged yeah. moms uh, sold out for the season college kids <laughs> fans of gilmore girls it's just a lot that you have right there yeah, yeah. i'd wear for that sure. um yeah what were some of y'all's favorite characters either ones i talked about or didn't talk about i mean i just like the teen girl squad because that's what i know the most so i feel yeah. like i've watched them the most which that's like from an email like that's like yep. he writes the so strong bad writes those stories in his emails right yeah and they're all voiced by strong bad, strong bad which is yeah stupid yeah uh yeah i don't know i just think it's like i mean the whole this whole thing is very silly i mean they're all ridiculous <laughs> so um which is the whole point but uh yeah i don't know i just feel like the teen girl squad they're they're fun. I like the one, like the ugly one, basically that gets left <laughs> the out ugly all the time. One. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, not a person. I like so and so. Yes, so and so is the one with the curly hair, right? Yeah, yeah. So good. So, um, yeah. Casey, do you have a favorite character? Well, I mean, and honestly, like it would be strong bad. That's pretty basic. Um, but like I love That's the cheat fair. with them. I think the cheat's a yeah. great foil. I love my An sad boy. Name a more iconic yeah. duo. Right? Yeah. Um, I love Strong Side when he comes in, even though literally he's just like a punching bag. Yeah. But I Wait, think the way I, that am he... I are the strong brothers, are they like all the different like sides of your personality? You bad, have like strong bad, bad who's just like mean to people. You have strong <laughs> mad who just yells at things then you have strong sad when you're feeling emo um sure yeah that sounds yeah. great i love this theory cool. it's like um you know the things where you have three circles and they overlap yeah a venn diagram yeah, yeah. a venn diagram i was yep yeah, i'm great with words it's like that <laughs> and people were like where do you sit and i'm like i'm the middle yep <laughs> uh. um yeah and like i said i like the poop smith as well the cheat um, it's just full of iconic characters. I think I loved Marzipan really? as a kid, but again, I was like, she's the only girl, and I have yeah, to. Yeah, that's love just because you're girl. gay. Like, yeah. Yeah. They don't give Marzipan shit to do. I mean, I should say that, like, all of the characters, I think, except for Marzipan, are voiced by one of the two brothers that created the website. So yeah. they, like, bring in. I don't know if. It was, like, Missy, I think, was her name. I don't know if that's a friend or a girlfriend of one of the, them. I don't know. But, like, they never really gave Marzipan anything to do as a character. So. Mm. It was, I don't know, you know, women, Did, disrespected. I feel like one of the segments was Marzipan's uh, voicemail or like answering yes. machine. Yes, yep, it was. Okay. 
I remember watching those a lot, but essentially it was just like Homestar Runner leaving long messages. Yeah, um, if you go to the tune section, there's a whole uh, answering machine button on the remote. <sighs> Amazing. Yeah. The most, most, oh, the most uh, recent one was 2016. Ooh. Um, it is what? 31 minutes long. That's a really long answering machine message. <laughs> for, for reference, the first one came out in 2000 and was 3 minutes and 57 seconds. That sounds about right. The uh, I will say I I'm I don't know if you're gonna talk about this one, but we did watch this one. Um, of course, Trogdor the Burninator. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to you know give my husband a shout out because he's obsessed with Trogdor the Burninator. <laughs> I mean, and he's also he's if you know Blair, <laughs> like come on. Um, he's also in a World of Warcraft guild, and one of the people in his guild is named Trogdor. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, Trogdor. Uh, sorry. Yeah. No, that that's basically it. Trogdor has such like a weird lore. Like it was born. They made a game because there's a games uh, part of the website where you can you play the games, and yeah. then there was a game called Peasants Quest where you walked around and there was this dragon that would come and try to set the village on fire. And then they made spinoff, like fake movie trailers for Trogdor movie. And then like a new peasants quest game. And like it, I don't know. It's like this kind of Easter egg that comes in and out. And I feel like that's, yeah. Like I should have mentioned that. Like if you know, Homestar runner, you kind of know Trogdor too. Like it, they go yeah. hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. I played the Trogdor game a lot. I actually had a yeah. lot of fun with it. I thought it was super good that. And I feel like there was a shoveling poop Smith game. Oh my god, it's so loud. I accidentally clicked on the homepage and, <laughs> and just my cursor went over the things and he was like screaming I, at me. This is a great segue because one of my things I want to talk about is about how interactive the Flash website was. Um, one of my favorite things on it was just finding all the Easter eggs. Like uh, even on the main website, like the, the splash page, the homepage where you log in, um, it gives you like options. Like you can go to cartoons, the games, the store, all that stuff. But every time you would lo- load into it, um, it would be a different one. It would be randomized. Uh, and some of them are just like stupid. Like some of them are like Halloween ones. And some of them are for different seasons. And some of them are just like stupid in different parts of like the Homestar universe. Um, but then also, because it was a Flash website, like within the comics, um, you could just click on things within the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And it would like either take you to a different like... I don't know, kind of hidden scene in it, or it would just like one thing would like happen in the corner. I think there's a lot of these in the Teen Girl Squad comics. Like you can click on the O and like one of the things and like on the, in the text and like something will happen. Um, but I would spend hours, I would like rewatch these for hours and hours when a new comic would come out because I would like try to find all the Easter eggs. And I, I don't know, it like it's not like it really mattered to the storyline, but I just wanted to find them all and collect, gotta there's, catch them all. Uh, you know? Do you remember that DVD menus used to have Easter eggs in them? Yeah. Yes. Because, like, Buffy specifically, there was, like, some on the <laughs> Buffy season DVDs where, like, you could find, like, an Easter egg on the DVD menu if you, like, clicked around enough. And, mm-hmm. like, you could see, like, behind-the-scenes features or, like, fucking bloopers or whatever the fu- Like, just random shit. They would have, like, linked to that Easter egg. Um... Yeah. Anyways, I love like that. It's so fucking random. Like, yeah. 
So random. That's so random. It's so random. So random. Early two thousands random core. Right. Um, I would get super excited when they came out with a new um, homepage layout on the bottom. Yeah. And then I would spend like all day just like on the homepage, just like trying to find the things on it too. And just yeah. laughing my ass off because just like emails. Emails. Downloads. Tools. Well, um, yeah, and, there and would, it would always be fun when you would find one where there's like they don't just say like tunes like it's like someone talking to someone off screen and like you know no like i i when i went to the page today it was like it was sort of like the reverse side of what you usually see with the home page where it's like almost looks like it was like a theatrical like flat that was built and like i think it's coach z is like talking and like recording and so like he's interacting with home stars he's record it's like very meta i don't know um yeah i clicked on the trogdor one <laughs> And if you just, like, hover... Because they say these things, and, like, literally it's Homestar, like, front and center yelling at you whenever your cursor just goes over one of the tabs. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it goes over emails, he, like, yells it at you. (laughs) But then Strong says, running across, and he's on fire, and he's like, I don't like being on fire. And just keeps on going. (laughs) (laughs) It's so Uh, stupid. It's great. It's truly truly a joy uh, what a thrill it's so um good. yeah like i also did want to give a shout out liz mentioned this that the strong bad emails was like really just kind of a side thing uh something for the character strong bad to do but it like quickly became like the most popular thing on the whole website i think it has the most comics of any like so like, did, particular were series. those emails like real emails that people would send in or i I want to say yeah, or at least like maybe they like some of them were. He was responding to like the first couple were just like ones that they made up, but like I think after a while they were really emails because you could actually yeah. send in things to them. Um, I was gonna say my brothers and I would send in emails all the time, just hoping that we would get on it. Yeah, did it, yeah. Did, I'm assuming nothing ever happened. I mean, if it did, I was you'd be too old. I was gonna say you'd be too famous for us if if an yeah. email did get read. I'd be like um, email number one ninety three is mine. <laughs> Uh, wow, he just talked at me and it really bitch slapped me back it, to 2007. Um, it's so it's loud wild. too, and I don't know how to make it quieter. <laughs> they, uh, as of today, uh, February, whatever, 2023, there are 209 strong bad emails, uh, and the most recent one came out last year. So they're still making it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, and like Liz said, uh, Teen Girl Squad was a spinoff of a Strong Bad email. Uh, it's all, like, done. It looks like it's, like, drawn on, you know, lined paper. paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I just, Teen Girl Squad just, I don't know. I don't know, like, how to describe Teen Girl Squad. It's just, like, his interpretation of what a comic for girls would be. And they just say the stupidest things. Like, (laughs) the whole possums thing always gets me. And the I miss video games. I miss my mom thing. God, I... I just highly recommend everyone to go watch a Teen Girl Squad episode. And so when my mom inevitably goes and watches it, when this episode comes out, she'll be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, but, yeah. I remember even as a kid really liking it because the storyline, I feel like it happened a few times where people would be like, oh, you wrote like Teen Girl Squad to him. And he'd be like, no, shut up. And you could see like at first he's like trying to make fun of it because he's like, who would write something for girls? But yeah. as it goes on, it's like his thing that he loves to do, and so it keeps on <laughs> making it. I think that was a storyline in it, or I made it up that's, myself because I was like, "No, that's that sounds me. familiar." I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I just love that idea too. One, it's so honest and that's how it would work. But I love the idea that this angry guy that makes fun of everything is also like, my favorite thing is this comic book I make about these teen girls just having a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, it also inspired Sex in the City. I don't know if you talked about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which, who, who is who? Well, obviously Miranda is um, the don't say the it. cheerleader. I can't oh, okay. remember. Miranda's the cheerleader? You wouldn't think um, um, Kim Cattrall's the oh. cheerleader? Yeah. No, did I not say Samantha? I thought I said You Samantha. said Miranda. You said Miranda. Oh, no. Miranda would probably be the ugly one. <laughs> I was I was that's say, what I thought you were going to say. Miranda's going to be the ugly one. So-and-so would honestly be Carrie. Carrie, yeah. She got the curly um, hair. What's her face? The ugly one. So-and-so. I was like, I can't read. There's only there's, four of them. I can't remember this. One. Room, but yeah. It's like cheerleader. Which is the one with the princess. Which is the one with the princess shirt. Oh, I think oh that's so and so. I think it's so and so. The cheerleader, so and so. What's her face and the ugly one? That's yeah, that's four. Oh, okay. So the cheerleader. So that would be oh. uh, what's oh. her face. But I mean, also the cheerleader is like the pushy, bitchy one, and so that is Carrie. You know, if we're really gonna draw that parallel. Yeah, I yeah, was gonna say so and so is kind of more like Charlotte, but so and so is like Charlotte. But I think Miranda is gonna be the pushy one because Carrie had the curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I like that. Um, I did. I linked one of the Strong Bad emails because when I saw the title of it, I thought it was going because it's titled Cartoon. And I was like, oh, this is when he makes Teen Girl Squad. But it's not. It's when he makes Sweet Cup and Cakes, uh, which is just like another random thing where he chooses all these random yes. things to be in a comic. And it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But it's also just iconic. I don't know. I can't describe it any better than that. It's so good. Well, he made a lot of things, too, because I was watching. Um, they were like, Strong Bad, what would you be like if you were an anime character? And then it's like him, like, designing his anime character as him yeah. and, like, the whole story around it. And then there were, like, cartoons about that anime character. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was like, start out, and my head would be, like, it would be shaped like a bean. And then yep. I'd have some cool hair. I have and, really uh, big eyes and a tiny, really tiny eyes. <laughs> It would be really tiny when my mouth is closed, but really big when I talk. And I'd have yeah. cool boots, and I'd be in space. That's a pretty like spot-on reading of that cartoon, that comic. Um, it's. I did so also good. link to the the techno song one because that one's just great when he just makes a, a techno song. Like I don't know, like it's. I I just love this website because kind of like back to what I was saying about the interactive part. There was a time, I think it was an April Fool's thing, where when you would go to the page, it would show the 404 page not found screen. But if you sat there for like five seconds, like Homestar would walk up and be like, or maybe it was Strong Bad, I don't remember. And they would like talk about, like it was a cartoon that you thought was the page being down. And it'd be like, the system is down. And that kind of like spurred the whole Strong Bad techno song. It's it's so meta. I, I hope people are doing college classes on this in like five years, you know? Honestly, the fact that, like, Flash Player went out is so wild to me. Um, Yeah. Especially for, like, kids' media. I guess there's a better way to do it now, but I don't know. I agree. It was, like, it was so interactive, and I felt like there's so much stuff. Because not that I'm a part of it, and not that I want to bring this energy, because it's the bad side of Tumblr. But, like, there was Homestuck and that whole thing that happened. And I watched a YouTube. talk I never really understood what that was. (laughs) We don't have to get into it, but, like... It was too much for me. There's too much... You gotta know too much to like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but the part about it I wanted to bring up was that it was also like an online comic slash cartoon, but it was very much like Strong Bad, where like it was so interactive of like in the middle of a cartoon, if you click on the thing on their nightstand, that turns into a comic and then you can read the comic that they were going through, which also is information about the story that's going on and whatnot. And I just don't know how I could be wrong. I'm sure websites can do that now, but like. I feel like Flash Player was made to do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. well, And, <laughs> and I just don't I know don't... how it would happen now. Yeah. And I don't think people people who didn't like experience Flash Player in this capacity don't really understand. Like, it's not the same as watching a YouTube video because of all the interactive stuff. And yeah, like, yes, you can just click on it and watch it. And that's fine. That's fun. But like, because you could click on different things and you could like learn more about like the lore of these mm-hmm. characters and stuff. Like, it's it's so stupid. Yeah. But like. It sounds like how video games are, but it wasn't a video game. It literally was like a cartoon. Yeah. So it's like what Dora the Explorer wanted to be, but never could be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I did just go to E-Bombs World and it is still active, um, but they've kind of tried to make themselves like BuzzFeed a little bit. There's a lot of articles on here. Um, I feel like I, I don't know, maybe they had them before, but I feel like I only ever used it for games before. I feel like I specifically only remember, like, this fucking, like, Osama Bin Laden cartoon music video thing that was on E-Bombs World. God. Like, Talk about early was, 2000s, man. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was, what song was, it was Daylight Comes and I think it was oh. that. And it was like, Sweet. and we drop a D-Bombs. It's one bomb. Oh, no. It was like fucked up, like oh that shit. God. It's like I specifically remember yeah. that. Um, well, because they had the um, Oza World. What is that thing? No, what? What is? Um, I can't remember. My brain sidetracked to a thing that I, I think I've talked about it. It's a cartoon like this called Shocks. Hmm. And it was like, I love Strong Bad and I also love Shocks so much. But it's because Shocks was about a kid who had the same like speech impediment thing as Homestar Runner. So he like, oh. pronounced all of his R's as W's, so it's Sharks. Yeah. And it's about oh, a group I of see. like neighborhood kids <clears throat> that know that um, sharks have infiltrated our world and they dress up like adults and they go around having to kill them. But it's a comedy and a stupid thing. So think like Conan Kids Next Door. Mixed with, like, the lizard people conspiracy. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds wild. It was so stupid. But there's an episode where the main character dates a girl, and then she ends up being a shark, so they have to kill her. And then the next episode's a music video about that experience. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so um, stupid. I think my... The one that's not Homestar Runner related that I can think of the most is um, Salad Fingers, probably. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we all remember Salad Fingers. It, yeah, it's creepy, I truly like haunting. Rusty spoons. Right, God, I hated every time. Like he, he like stabbed his finger on a nail, and it always just like I hated that part. <laughs> well, um, then at the same time, was this like Badger Badger Mushroom and like Banana? Fruit? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. also a good one. Also like Putter Potter Puppet Pals, even though but and yeah. like it's I a mean. Then there was also uh, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kelly. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like one of like, the first. muffin. I'm baking them yeah. as best as I can. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of the first like really viral YouTube videos. I feel like is, yeah. like shoes and muffins and like yeah. all that stuff that um. Yeah, yeah. God, his name's Liam, something, yeah. Sullivan. I can't remember. Yeah, I feel like Kelly and Miranda Sings are the two people that I think it like uh, to me started yeah. YouTube culture and like that side of the internet. They started YouTube. They invented YouTube. They started YouTube. <laughs> they took it. Um, so the first college I went to in the costume shop, our costume shop manager, um, she had like her CDs there that we could play. But her favorite CD for us to listen to was the Kelly album because she released an album of all of her songs from YouTube. I didn't know that. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so we'd just be, you know, sitting there and listening to Shoes. Um, Let Me Borrow That Top, which was my favorite. Mm, that's yeah. such a cute top. Let Me Borrow It. Borrow That Top. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, like, all of my talking points for Homestar Runner. I don't know. It's just, like, a great little moment in time, and I miss it. But also, nothing will ever, like, nothing can really, like, emulate that same random kooky, you know, yeah feeling no it's so alec after you just explained a little bit um why don't you say it in different words and tell us why you're like this um yeah like i feel like this really formed and shaped a lot of my sense of humor um (laughs) i don't know if like this was already my sense of humor and this just fed into it or if this really like because i watched so much of this like it did mold my sense of humor but i definitely um still quote stuff from homestar runner you know what it 20 i don't i I don't start watching it in 20 or the year 2000 but you know 20 years later probably um yeah here we are it's great and i'm glad that the website's still up and running like that's fun like that that is fun it's so fun but before we wrap up the podcast i'd like to let you know that you can find us on instagram at why am i like this podcast or facebook and our generation why am i like this fan page facebook um <laughs> if you'd like to reach out to us we also have an email which is why am i like this at gmail.com yeah and don't forget to rate review subscribe tell us what other haunting pieces of early 2000s random core media um just you know invaded your brain and has never left since you know give us yeah. some give us some salad fingers some mr hands some all that stuff yes those are two very different things (laughs) okay i didn't say they were the same thing but um let's do some many good things while we're talking about mr hands let's do some many good things (laughs) okay Uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i have a couple of shows that i'm really enjoying right now you're gonna steal one of mine i know you're gonna steal one of mine (laughs) One of them is Shrinking um, on Apple TV, and uh, it is Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford and uh, Jessica Williams, um, and it is so funny. Like, I laugh out loud at Abbott Elementary regularly, but other than that show, I mean, and I do laugh out loud sometimes at Ghosts, but, like, I just feel like... There hasn't been a ton of really funny shows out, like, in recent times. Like, I feel like I just don't laugh at TV as much as I used to. Um, Also, I'm just obsessed with Jason Segel. I'll always will be. Um, I just love him. He's just, like, a little cuddly guy. 
Um, and yeah, so it's really great. It's about a guy who is a therapist and his wife passes away. And so he's kind of been going through it. He has a daughter and he basically starts to do some very unhinged therapy with his patients. Like it's somewhat beneficial to them. Like for example, one of his patients is, uh, like he came back from the war and like, or from being a soldier. I don't know. No, I shouldn't say the war because whatever, but the from war. being a soldier um, and has like PTSD and like basically beats yeah. people up. And so he's been like taking that guy to like the gym and doing like kickboxing and shit with him, which is like not a usual thing. I don't mm. know. It's very funny. Like Harrison Ford is great in it. Uh, obviously Jason Siegel's great. And I also really like Jason, Jessica Williams. So, um, Yes, great show. Second show, Poker Face on Peacock. Oh, that was mine. Um, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I love Ryan Johnson in general, but I really love Natasha Lyonne. Mm, um, so and so this show was like clearly just the perfect storm. Like they made this show for Natasha. You can totally tell that they made this show for Natasha. Um, and basically she's a character who can tell if people are lying and she solves mysteries. So it's like, uh, it's murders. Um, and so like every episode starts with a murder and yeah, I don't know. Alec, do you want to add anything? Cause it sounds like that was going to be maybe yours as well. Yeah. I don't want to steal your thunder though. <laughs> you can. I don't care. Okay then. Um, no, it's just like really good. Like it, it's like as close as our generation is going to like us as 30 year olds are going to get to like. A cozy mystery series like as close yeah. as we're gonna get to like a murder she wrote i don't know it's just it hits all the right notes it's very funny um it's very like self-aware you do get like uh, a murder of the week sort of set up which is nice um but also there's like an overarching story there's like like natasha leone not to spoil anything but she's on the lamb she's on the run yeah um so it's kind of you go on the road with her so it's like a little bit of a road trip narrative with murder mysteries and solving um so you meet a lot of different people and there's like kind of some big name guest stars in every episode oh, yeah. which is cool um yeah i'm just really really enjoying watching it and i hope that it doesn't get canceled after one season because it's very charming like reboot i'm pissed about that Many sad things. Um, <laughs> Many side note, things. really quick. Uh, have you seen Maggie on Hulu? No. I was like, your sister? No. Uh, I feel like you and Isaiah should check that out. You might like it. It's like, to me, it feels the closest to a me reading a cozy mystery novel. Hmm. It. I don't think it really has that much of a mystery in it, if I remember correctly. It's been a minute since yeah. I watched it. But it's like, she's a psychic. And she lives in this little town, and she has her own little psychic, like, her shop that she does stuff with. And the thing is, is that, like, she sees herself in the future with a guy that then, like, she knows in real life and is dating someone else she knows. So it's, like, really weird. Huh. She doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Anyways, I think I'm it's only going to be I the just, one season. Yeah. I just looked it up, and, like, I don't. I've not read any or seen anything about this. Like, I it, don't recognize it. It got, of these like, or... the worst ad. Like, it did not get a good, like, advertising or, like, anything. I think huh. it was originally supposed to be, like, a CBS 
show, uh-huh. and then CBS dropped it, and Hulu bought it because it was already done. And then I think they just kind of fucking canceled. I don't think it's going to live on and pass the first yeah. season. But I don't know. It was worth... I liked it. It was, like, very cozy rom com Like, I like the main girl. It's, uh, like, it's not Carrie Kinney Silver's in it. I love Carrie Kinney Silver from, like, Reno 911. She's also uh, Jerusha in Superstore. She's great. She's, like, pops up everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Characters. She's good. She's the best friend, I think. So nice. it, it's worth watching. It's it's pretty fun. Okay. I'll Sorry, Casey. Anyway, Casey, what's your mini good thing? <clears throat> um, my mini good thing is that I just opened a show not too long ago. And like I've worked with this college a few times now. And just every time I work with them, they make me so happy. Um, like all the other theater experiences I have, I'm always like stressed out and it feels horrible. Um, but it's the one place I consistently work at where like I laugh and I have such a good time during tech and like it's so low stress and everyone is just so appreciative and it's just such a great reminder of like how good experiences can be Um, it's also just really fun to create with other people that want to enjoy what they're doing (laughs) which is not always the experience whenever you're working um, in the arts and on top of it, the show is called Spitfire Grill. And I was glad to be with these like-minded people while working on this very intense project about a woman who got out of um, jail and she's living in this small town that she thought was going to be beautiful, but it's not. It's all run down, decrepit. There's missing sons who are maybe dead and angry people and whatnot. And I was just happy to work with these people because we all decided that the writers messed up on the show and it ended with everyone being straight, but there definitely was a lesbian love story that they wrote into it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I designed lights for the show and sitting next to the director and both of us being like, they're supposed to be so gay. And he did like the gayest choreography and turned this one song into like a love song between the two women and like these other moments so much so that my lighting for that number is literally just variations on the lesbian pride flag and then (laughs) the last moment is them standing in like a single spotlight and then the entire floor turned into a rainbow Um, Uh. (laughs) and we did that a couple like a few other moments with just like i put the pan flag in there i don't know i was having a lot of fun with color and making this the queer show i possibly could um with color and lights um it's just fun working with other people like i feel like in those shows take things way too seriously and it was Mm -hmm. fun to work with people who were like no, this is supposed to be fun and light and like it's a serious show, but that doesn't mean everything has to be so serious about it. So that's yeah. a really good thing. That's awesome. Um well yeah, I think that wraps up our episode. Thank you everyone for listening and joining us on this trip down random girly lane, uh flash player lane, if you will. Um and join <laughs> us in a couple weeks when Casey will be covering what are you covering, Casey? I'm covering like quintessential 2000s viewing, iconic movie full of top notch players. I know what you're thinking, and it's correct. It's Spy Kids 2. <laughs> Can't wait. I've never seen it. I don't know what I'm in for. You're in for a ride. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>